0: Hi, welcome to Christ Community Church Podcast. My name is Neil Grogan. I'm an elder and associate pastor at Christ Community Church, and I'm here with...
1: I'm Stephen Watson, the senior pastor.
0: Stephen, we're here today ready to get rolling and discuss the value of the pulpit. What does that mean?
1: All right, so we, we at Christ Community Church say so we have three different values. One is a pulpit, one is a table, one is a square. And our last two episodes, because this is our third episode, congratulations, Neil.
0: We have done three.
1: Three strikes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're done after this. Yeah, forever. <laughs> so uh, so pulpit, table, and square are our three values. And we say the square represents a city square, the place where we do ministry. Right. Uh, the table is the idea of community and smaller groups within that and so when we talk about the value of the pulpit, what we're talking about is, is the gathered body of Christ worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ, mm. God the Father, Holy Spirit. It's that worship service is, is how we define the pulpit. Um, and, and I do think that the idea of a gathered worship service is typically what people think of when they think of church. Of course, we know that the church is the body of Christ, the people right uh, coming together but but the idea of church oftentimes falls on hard times right now right uh, it's it's kind of cool why to why do you think that is ah, i think on a whole Kristen Dome is dying in our country, right? I mean, golly, I was listening to another great podcast to listen to. is called uh, "The Briefing" by Albert Moeller. Mm. Uh,
0: president the- of the Southern Baptist <laughs> Theological Seminary. You're, you're
1: even wearing the T-shirt. I am right wearing now.
0: a Southern T-shirt right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're you're a fanboy.
0: Uh, All right, that's where I go to school. <laughs>
1: but uh, he uh, he's a president of Southern Seminary and. He he does daily news and reports from a Christian worldview, and he just covered the Democratic town hall they had the other day, yeah. and essentially laid out a case just from that town hall how religion, especially evangelical faith, right, uh, is becoming more and more marginalized mm. in our country. So I think I think there's a good reason why we're seeing a a, a push back against the idea of church, that push back against religion. Because back in Christendom, when we were predominant in society, uh, people got value from church, even if they weren't Christians. Right. It and was it, a social aspect it
0: to it as well, aspect. right? It was a social aspect.
1: It was connecting in the community. Right. It was learning people and getting to know people. Church and, is
0: what you just did. Yeah. And, and even so if you didn't believe. <laughs> I think
1: that's dying away. Right. And so there is a... Uh, what do you call it, deconversion stories? Mm -hmm. Those are becoming really popular right now. Uh, Different, and they're always sad. Right. Yeah, they're painful to hear and to watch. Um, But the church has kind of fallen on hard times. Uh, But I think for us at Christ Community Church, we say, no, man, we we love Christ, we love our community, and we actually love the church. the church. Mm. The church. We loved We love the gathered body. We love worshiping together on Sunday. We love singing the songs. We love hearing sermons. Mm. Uh, We value it. And Mm. so that's why we say one of our values is the pulpit. Uh, And the idea of the pulpit is is kind of from a reformed tradition. Right. It used to be uh, when when we were all underneath a Catholic umbrella that the center of worship was the The mass, the Eucharist. Uh, but with the Reformation, we said, well, no, what, what is the center of of the worship is actually the word of God. Mm. And so you have this pulpit, which was moved from the side of the sanctuary to the middle of the sanctuary, almost signifying the importance of the word right. of God. What and that
0: local assembly will stand on and exactly, affirm. And...
1: Exactly. And so that's why we say we value the pulpit. Right. Um and I think everybody has had wounds in the church. Have you? Have you been wounded? No,
0: never. I've never experienced <laughs> any sin or poor experience in the church body. No, of of course that's a, you know, I'm being facetious here. But um, man, the the reality is, man, church is made up of sinners who are in need of grace, and who, man, through the washing of God's word, through the Singing of of hymns and songs, um, and praising and prayer, man. We're 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 growing together. We're we're forgiving one another. We're walking in life together, as Christ has saved us as a people into a community, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. There's no such thing as a perfect church. Yeah,
1: and I, and I would say I'm a I'm a bit of an oddball because in my mind I've always loved church, right. I mean, there, there were, I, I didn't like getting spanked in the middle of church. I didn't like...
0: Oh, you went to one of those. I went to
1: one of those. You put no, the fun in fundamentalism. <laughs> it's the it great church. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, my, you know, we had to walk the line, right? right. We, we misbehave. We cause a disturbance. You know, dad would march us out the back. I actually don't even remember him doing that. I remember the threat being there. Mm. I bet if I asked my brothers, they could say, oh, no. It, it happened. happened. Yeah. Uh, it definitely happened outside of there. Uh but, but, yeah, so I have these memories of loving church mm. of i I liked to dress up for church, I liked the singing in church i liked I liked it um I guess so much so that when I was in high school, I said, this is what I want to do with my life mm. uh, and since that time and over over my lifetime, I've experienced the messiness of church and the mm. brokenness of church, but I think, like you said, that's that's part of being redeemed right, right. Uh, we are we are being redeemed like Christ has saved us right, but he's also in the process of still saving us right so we still bring our mess and we bring our sin mm-hmm. uh, to church right so uh, I think for for us when we look at scripture, scripture is always talking about how we as God's people need to to worship him. Mm. Can you think of any instances in scripture where, where Christ is, is calling us to, to worship him?
0: Yeah. I mean, um, think of, uh, man, Psalm 29 or mm. Ephesians four, one Colossians one ten. Again, we, we get a lot of, uh, our values or the ideas of our values from Joe Thorne's book, the life of the church and which we're about to, go through as an entire body, um, in our church in our discipleship groups. But man, he lists a lot of different texts where man, like we, number one, we, and our worship is informed by scripture, mm. right? We don't come up with ideas. We're not trying to be clever. We're not trying to be creative. We're trying to be informed by the word of God. That's why we said, man, the pulpit right front center, Stage, and so that's what we want to stand on. So you're saying, like, what we do in our worship service is informed by Scripture.
1: It comes from the Word of God, right? That's oftentimes theologically called the regulative principle, right? Scripture informs us how our worship services should look. So when we absolutely when we when we look at that, what should we be doing then in our worship services?
0: Right. So I think the the big things that we see. In scriptures, number one is that, man, we are gathering around the word of God, proclaiming his excellencies to one another. Um, proclaiming the gospel to one another, and so the preaching of God's word, the proclamation of God's word, has to happen in that service. So preaching, right? Preaching number one, uh, number two. I've I've actually heard people saying, "Man, I'd love to have a church that does away with preaching." Yeah, let's just sing songs and well, and say and, and even even it more interactive. <laughs> sure, All right, let's make it more interactive. Right, which is
1: which is fine, but I think I, I just don't think we can take right. I mean, I think that's a good thing to do. Making things more interactive and doing more of a discussion facilitating is good for a small group mm-hmm. or a community group. But but it's not a proclamation. I, I think right. of like Peter's uh, proclamation at Pentecost. Right. Like Acts he's, 2. And yeah. He stood up. He proclaimed the word of God. Right. Uh Paul says that faith comes by hearing,
0: or Stephen before he was stoned, or you know just right. There's all these instances where we reach back in Scripture. We well in, in Acts two forty two, man, where we're um, following the apostles' teachings. Mm. You know, um, I think the big thing is that man, we just don't miss the proclamation of God's word, and man, that God gifts pastors, and he mm-hmm. gifts. And the gifts you know. Yeah, I mean, the, it's a it's a specific gift for the purpose of equipping the saints for the work of ministry. So where do we as ministers, if we're all ministers, where do we go to get equipped? Well, we get equipped at that corporate uh, worship service, that corporate fellowship of believers.
1: So we, we believe that the Spirit of God mm-hmm. does something unique and special in that gathered worship service that he can't do Simply online. Right. Like uh, like one day we're probably going to get a, a, a live, what do you call it? A live live feed? No. Whenever you whenever you record the service and it's on Facebook.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, live stream. Live stream. Live yeah. stream. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the,
1: this is the reason why we don't have a live stream. Yeah, yet. We, we, don't, we don't even know what it's called. <laughs> we don't know what it's called. But one day we're going to have that, right? Yeah. Uh, because it's a way to reach out to new people, for mm-hmm. people to, to preview our services before they visit. Right. But, man, we, we do want to say that just watching a service online is not the same sure. as being with the body of Christ in a gathered worship service.
0: Right. I hear a lot of guys who have a lot of church hurt in the organization I work with say, well, I listen to guys preach on podcasts, mm-hmm. and so that's where I do my church. But you—that that is... Absolutely not what church is. It is not a local assembly of believers who are gathered around the word of God and being washed by it. Uh, the other, the other aspect that we get from scripture is man singing. Okay, so we we have a preached word, right?
1: We have singing, right? I, I love singing.
0: Mm. I, I I believe our church to be a singing church.
1: Yeah, I've I've talked with Jason, our our worship director, some. And he uh, he says sometimes he just likes to back off the microphone and and listen to the church sing because they sing loudly. And it, it's always been one of my prayers that when we planted this church, hmm. that we would be a church that valued that, congregational yeah, singing. Yeah, we love singing together. Yeah, uh, That we sing boisterously, we sing loud, we sing with passion right, and fervor. Uh, because I think it's not only, for me at least, and I think biblically, uh, I, I, would, I would say that singing is not just for ourselves, mm. and singing is not just for God, right? We're we're singing for our benefit. We're we're giving worth to God, right? We're, which is worship, right? Which is what worship means, worthship that we, that we are. That we are. <laughs> it's Old English to ascribe worth and honor, right? Uh, but I think also that that singing is for each other. Mm. That you might be in a spot that's hard, and being surrounded by other people who are belting it out and singing praises to God is a reminder to you that God is worth it.
0: Right. Absolutely worth it. Right. Even if you can't hold a tone, your God wants to hear you sing to him because of what he's done for us. You know, man, he is worthy of our worship just based on his character alone. You know, Mm -hmm. this big sovereign God who's good and just and holy and righteous and, and wonderful, you know that man. We can stand back and just and just sing praises to Him.
1: And I would say, if you're a Christian, like it's not just singing is an option for us. Right. We're commanded to sing. Yeah,
0: throughout the Psalms. So
1: if we are not a singing people, then we're I would say we're sinning. Mm. Because the Psalms, time and time again, and even in the Epistles, right? Paul tells us to sing. Right. Uh, so for not singing, I would say we're, we're actually sinning. So, man, yeah. I, I'd encourage you for, if, if you're not a person who likes your voice, uh, don't let that stop you. Yeah. Don't let that stop you from singing. But in obedience, uh, belt it out.
0: Yeah. Belt it, it, out. it may be uncomfortable. But it, God calls it us, it might to, be
1: uncomfortable for all of us, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm thankful, <laughs> but that's all right.
0: I'm thankful our church sings loud because that drowns me out, you that's know. Right. <laughs> that's right. So, we got, we've got
1: uh, so what we include our worship we, we want preaching of the word of God, right? We want singing of the word of God. Uh, wh- what else do we want? Yeah,
0: man, prayers. We want
1: prayers, right? We so, want to be
0: a praying church.
1: And so for us, prayers are formed by Scripture. Right, we're praying God's word back to Him. Mm. We're confessing our sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have a pastoral prayer where we're praying right. for the mission of the church. We're praying for the body. Right. We uh, we have the we service have, itself. Yeah, we, and I would even say for me, I think calls to worship and benedictions right. are are part of the prayer life of the church. Right. Um, I also one of the things that I love one. Probably one of the aspects I love the most are the ordinances, mm. which is another thing that we see that we're that we're called to do in our worship services. What, right. Why don't you why don't you explain what the ordinances are?
0: Yeah, so in our church, right? So in our church tradition, which is a Reformed Baptist tradition, um, the ordinances are the Lord's Supper and baptism. Um, we don't believe that they have salvific value, so they don't save you. They don't save us. But what they are is they are expressions of the change in our hearts, the commitment that we have in community with one another. Uh, for baptism, I've heard it said, man, baptism is an outward expression of an inward change. Um, so in, for us, right, we value and, and walk in obedience and baptism, which is, man, citizenship into the kingdom, into the church itself, And so as we are baptized as a believer, um, man, we have entered into this community of God. And then we practice Lord's Supper each week in our church. And as we practice Lord's Supper, man, we remember that God, that Jesus, man, he came and his body was broken for us. His blood was shed for us for the sake of this new covenant to make with the children of God. Mm -hmm. And we commune together as a family around the table and and remind uh, ourselves that man Jesus is coming again and, and he's going to finish his work.
1: And and I'd say baptism in the Lord's Supper is, it's almost like the word made visible. Right. Right. So the 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 preaching, and the proclamation is is the word proclaimed mm-hmm. vocally with our voice. But I think there's there's I mean we have these five senses so we need to use them all. Right. And and so I think for visually seeing seeing the elements the bread and the cup and seeing someone being baptized for us, that's that's seeing the word of right. God yeah. uh, happen to a person. And I think there's a way in a sense that, that God renews us through those things. Yeah. well, they're are testimonies of the gospel. Yeah, so I'm,
0: good. It's such a vi- visual representation of the gospel that we have, and and Jesus, man, he tells us to do those things and to walk out those things, yeah. so we don't reject it and we te- and we treat them seriously with reverence, um, because they they are commands. So we only have
1: a couple minutes left,
0: right? We we want to keep these
1: podcasts like twenty ish minutes, right? Where where are we at right now?
0: I have no way to tell. Okay, so. <laughs> we, <laughs> we should look just, at our watch. We should set we a begin. maybe a That's right. timer or
1: something. Um, but let, let's talk a little bit about participation in mm. the idea of the pulpit, because I think one one of the one of the dangers of calling this value the pulpit, right? Is you can say, well, this is the thing that the pastor does, mm. but we don't view the value of the pulpit as something the pastor does, but something that the people do.
0: Right, we do it so, together.
1: Yeah, so. Let's talk a little bit about how we all participate in this value of the pulpit.
0: Right. So, I mean, again, number one, for me, the biggest picture of participation is, man, is the singing of the church, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, The the whole body is singing praises uh, that are informed by Scripture, um, not just like uh, Guns and Roses songs or, right, or whatever, right. but but uh, songs that, that come from Scripture um, that are sent to the King of Kings.
1: All right, so we, we participate by singing. Right. I think we participate by praying. Right. Like whenever we are doing the call to worship, we are preparing our hearts mentally. We are preparing our hearts to worship God.
0: Well, think thing theory. about communion too is, you know, pause. Let's
1: get there. Let's let's hold off on communion. Bra- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still talking about prayer. Well, yeah, <laughs> you were you were too. <laughs> yeah, I was too. <laughs> so I rudely Keep interrupted you. Sorry, yeah, so, no, you're good. Uh, you good. <laughs> um, so I think I think yeah. So we're preparing our hearts. The call to worship. Mm. When we get to the point of confession and assurance of pardon in our service, right? We're actually thinking through how we've sinned against God. We're participating in that right. in that manner. We are We are praying and reminding ourselves that in Christ we're forgiven mm, shows sure part and then I would also say for prayer, like part of the gathered worship service, I think is before and after the service,
0: yeah, and absolutely. one of the things
1: I love to see and I've seen it a number of times is people praying for each other before and after the service
0: yeah. and the idea of hospitality,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so we have we have prayers mm-hmm. that they participate. Their prayers, they participate in singing. How can someone participate in a sermon?
0: Uh, well, I mean, number one is to take notes.
1: Okay, yeah. <laughs> and to
0: engage with what's being heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, to think through the application of the text. Mm-hmm. Or, man, um, I encourage people often, or my own family. I, you know, I always ask them to take notes, and I get them really nice notebooks. So there's some yeah. sort of incentive. But, uh, man. What what new characteristic of God are you learning from this text? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you hearing about God and His grace and His mercy, and where where are you realizing the weight of your sin, your fallen condition? Right. And so, how do you get in step with that character and that grace? Repent of what you need to repent of, and, then, and walk out in obedience. Then, yeah,
1: the, the, walking is, out in obedience is right. it's, it's the response, right? So it's like it's like the word of God is being proclaimed. And we have to say, are we going to respond right. to that proclamation of the word? Yeah, so I we understand. believe that
0: the spirit, man, when we proclaim the word of God, the spirit moves and convicts the heart of sin and justice and righteousness, right? And mm-hmm. so when you're convicted and you now have a decision to make, are you mm-hmm. going to walk in obedience? Are you going to repent, reject the sin of your life? Or are you going to continue down the road you're going going yeah. on, which leads to destruction? Right. No, that's
1: good. That's good. So, yeah, we participate singing, we participate in prayer, we participate in the sermon, and then you are going to the ordinances,
0: right? We participate in the Lord's Supper, and and you know the aspect of liturgy, period, is to man work us through um, towards the gospel, towards a a gospel centered understanding of church and that service, and for us, man, we start with a call to worship, and it in the middle of our service, we do Lord's Supper. But before we get there, we do that confession, we do the assurance of pardon, we sing uh, songs of adoration and thanksgiving and confession, and and then we hit the Lord's Supper. So by that time, as a body, we have prepared our hearts for the communion of the saints, which is what Paul tells us to do in 1 Corinthians. Um, so in the Lord's Supper we we participate together um, in the elements remembering what Jesus has done and that and proclaiming his coming again
1: all right so this is what we want to do we want to wrap things up mm-hmm. uh, this is the value of the pulpit uh, we also value the table the square if you have questions about those you can check out our other poot toot other two podcasts <laughs> our other poop podcasts <laughs> that's not that's that's not saying anything about Thank, the the quality of thanks, those podcasts <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so awesome. check out our other two podcasts or you can check us out on our website which is
0: uh, Christ.community, Christ. or community. follow us on any social media at, at ccheights, H-E-I-G-H-T-S.
1: And if you're not already worshiping with us, we invite you to worship with us. You can find our worship time and locations on that website.
0: And they... we encourage you to become members and engage with a local body of believers, mm-hmm. whoever is listening. True. Mm.
1: All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.